When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone. This band of idiots is heading to Las Vegas tomorrow for the NFL draft. Looking forward to that. And um, they've got all this itinerary stuff set up. I I don't know what we're doing, but it looks fun. So uh, we'll take pictures and push it out on social. Um, go from there. I think I'll be heavy Instagramming. Uh, Bo underscore bounds on the gram. Instagram, Bo underscore bounce. Um, the show is brought to you by the uh, mouthwatering steaks at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance, KesslerPrime.com, to make a reservation. Welcome in. Welcome in. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice. We'll do the prize wheel at 8.15. You'll have to watch. Prize wheel coming up in 15 minutes. You'll have to go to Facebook, search the Out of Bounds show, comment. That's how you enter. You could win. Or YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports and comment. And so the prize will, looks like I think Blake's already got it all set up. We may or may not play the right intro. We'll, we'll, well, we'll, we'll decide We'll then. see. We, <laughs> we, uh, we had a couple of false starts uh, in the 730 <laughs> segment. But uh, Will's new. And Blake's mind is in Vegas slash Dublin. I have no excuse. One of the topics this morning, well, Ole Miss beat Mississippi State in the Governor's Cup 5-2, to two, is that Mike Bianco's last time, not as an Ole Miss coach, let me, let me frame this up, is that Mike Bianco's last time as an Ole Miss coach to coach against Mississippi State? And if so, he won his last rivalry game in the Governor's Cup because Jacob Gonzalez is Superman. Um, and he was the best player in the state. He was the best player of the weekend last weekend, but Mississippi State made more timely hits and pitches. But last night, Jacob Gonzalez put on another hitting clinic, and then Ole Miss had a uh, really good night on the mound um, where they managed the, through the walks uh, with Drew McDaniel, and, and, and Drew pitched. Pretty darn well. And he has pitched well on the weekends before. Uh, and then Mason Nichols uh, was outstanding. Mississippi State could not get any hits. They uh, they hit the ball to the warning track several times, but that doesn't do you any good um, when the outfielders catch it. So Ole Miss with a 5-2 win. What does it mean? I don't know. We'll see this weekend. As Ole Miss heads to Arkansas, maybe maybe Ole Miss can find 
a way to be respectable down the stretch if this is it for Mike. Um, you know, finish on a positive note. I don't I don't know. You got a lot of work to do just to get into the SEC tournament. So and you're going to bomb, which is uh a, a brutal place to play, and Arkansas is really good. So I don't I don't know how that looks. Yep. Mississippi State goes and plays Missouri, who is literally falling apart. And if there was ever a time to go up there and win a series or maybe even put yourself in position to sweep, uh, it would be this weekend. I tell you one thing you don't want to do is drop the first game. Nope. Um, Missouri got walked off last night by East Tennessee Roast Beef Tech. <laughs> and um, Or somebody. Who'd you tell me before the show? <laughs> East Tennessee Roast Beef Tech. What? It was Missouri State. Okay. So, and they have it. They're like 1-12 in in their last SEC something. They're not playing well. No. So. uh, That's incredible. (laughs) There you go. Can we have, um, makes me feel like we need a new segment called the All Roast Beef Team. Like, Roast Beef State Team. And it'll be... Or should we do the all-prime rib team? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I like like your roast beef take, though. Because it sounds more like... Like, prime rib's too nice. You know what I mean? Okay, I got you. No, roast no, no. Beef, I love a good roast beef sandwich. Yeah. The all roast beef tech team? Yeah. Be like players that just, you're like, why is he on this team? <laughs> what is he doing? Okay. This team's ridiculous. Well, when we get back from Vegas and you get back from your four-week vacation, we'll put my that four, together. four-week vacation. So, Kendall you know says Vegas, I should go to the transfer portal and try to find a new executive producer. Vegas is work, right? You know that I'm. I'm that's a work trip. Work trip. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't technically go on vacation until Monday. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, where were we going with that? I don't know. We were talking about Missouri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not sweep. playing well. You got to sweep the Tigers. There, there you go. So, so dogs go to Columbia. Rebs after the win last night, they go to Fayetteville. Yeah, it might be the hardest place to play. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty on, tough on the road. It's really tough. Yeah, no doubt about that. And Arkansas, the Hogs are good. Did you see? You know, uh, it just slipped my mind. Uh, Sam Pittman. Yeah. Woo pig. Yeah. Sam Pittman. Um, you know, his whole, the jukebox thing. Yes. That thing, Sam, Sam's doing some modern recruiting, if you will. Well, I'll tell you this, even though he's, he's like a more refined Ed Ogeron. Is that fair? Wow, that Sam seems Pittman. like a shot at Sam Pittman. I, I thought that was actually a compliment. I mean, they're both right around 60 years old. Um, uh, you know, line coaches pretty much their whole life. One on O-line, one on D-line. Granted, I know O-line's more cerebral or technical, and, you know, people are hunting excellent, you know, tactical mm-hmm. offensive line coaches. But that guy is recruiting gangbusters. They just landed another prospect yesterday. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to land a top 10 class. And he's he he recruited at Georgia, among other places. They're not playing around. Yeah, the difference between Sam Pittman and Ed Orgeron, and it's crazy to say, given that Ed Orgeron was able to manipulate everything into winning a national title. Right. But Sam Pittman from the jump as a head coach has has pretty much made it clear that he has two jobs run the face of the program and recruit. Yeah. He doesn't coach offense. 
doesn't coach defense, and he doesn't pretend like he needs to get in the way either, right? No. And that's the one thing even Mike Detelier talked about at Orgeron, even during the championship run and both before and after. He just couldn't he couldn't help himself. Sure. He had to be involved in stuff that he just really had no business being involved in. We talked in. to a player yeah. on the team yeah. that confirmed that he jumped into the offensive game plan the week of Troy and several years lost, ago, and they, yeah. uh, they lost. Yeah. Out of Bounds, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your auto and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. I said save. That's a good word this day and age. Uh, the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line is 601-707-3750. Uh, we did just confirm that Mike Leach will be at the NFL draft. So We're going to have to hang out. Yeah. We'll text Leach. We've already text Freeze. This could be a party after the uh, draft tomorrow night. First round of the draft for you starts at 7, for us starts at 5, Blake? Here's a great question, and that's correct. Okay. If Mike Leach, if you showed up to Dancing Rabbit Golf Club and you're playing your uh, your 18 at Azalea and it's you're just getting paired up into a foursome and it's Leach and Kiffin, uh, not Kiffin, it's Leach and Freeze and you and you can fill the fourth slot with one other person in sports, who are you putting in as your fourth? One other person in sports. In sports. So they have to be alive right now. Uh, okay. Yeah. We're not doing the whole like One other person ever. in sports. Yeah. Right off the top of my head, I go Charles Barkley. That'd be an Leach, Freeze, and Barkley would the be interesting. The stories would be epic. Yeah. Because Barkley be could to... tell me Jordan Tiger Jeter stories. Freeze could tell me all kinds of stuff. You know, running yeah. hard in Oxford. Leach yeah. could tell me. I don't know what he would tell me. He's... I mean, I like him, but he's super weird. Yeah. I mean, having hung out with him and had some beverages with him, you don't ever know where he's going to go. That'd be an interesting foursome. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be fun. Charles Barkley, Hugh Freeze, and Mike Leach. Um, And I think Barkley would make fun of them the whole time in a fun way. And so I think that would be pretty cool, too. Uh, the show is brought to you by Speaking of, Blake. You were there last week. Roosevelt's and Live Oaks Golf Club. You want to smash a cheeseburger today and play some good golf? Live Oaks Golf Club, Tom Luganville, 830. Prize. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Surprise wheel. You know the rules. Presented by Tito's Vodka. Enjoy a Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary this weekend. And now. Oh, here we go.
right. The uh, prize will is brought to you by uh, Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary at Bravo Italian Restaurant and Bar at brunch on Saturday or Sunday. I think we've said this a lot, but we want to continue to share it with you. We're going on a uh, road trip tomorrow to the NFL Draft. Never been. It's in Las Vegas. Charles Cross is definitely going in the first round. We believe Matt Corral will go in the first round. If he drops, well, we'll monitor it on Friday when they have rounds. Is it two and three on Friday? Like, is that right? I believe that's actually all right. No, yeah, four, five, six, seven is the next is okay. Saturday. Yeah, I won't be. Well, I'll be in sports books, so it'll be background be music. It. It'll yeah. be on every. I'm gonna get a great cigar on Saturday, get a beverage, and just kind of hit some sports books. But before then, we'll go to the draft on Thursday. We'll do a an awesome. NFL Draft podcast, mixed in. You know what I figured out? You know, you said we're going to do an hour from that sports book on, on Friday. Friday. Yeah, I, We'll do 30 minutes on the NFL Draft and 30 minutes Whiskey 61 on the food and beverage that we've been partaking yeah. in since we've been in Vegas. Yeah, we'll have a little fun. I think that's a clean deal. We'll have a little fun. All right. You got to watch and comment. To, that's how you enter and you could win. The prize will. We're about to roll. Uh, this has been fun. Comment on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds show. Just say hey, or Vegas, or or where you think Charles Cross or Matt Corral might get drafted. Let us know what team you want them to go to. Your team, maybe. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'd love for Charles Cross to go to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that'd be uh, amazing. Cowboys are my team because of Dak. They, I didn't grow up as the Cowboys. My team. You weren't blessed, is what you're saying. Uh, did you see Jerry Jones? Well, I can't get into that. You right. lived through the Saints in the 80s and 90s. You're telling me you wouldn't have rather been a Cowboys fan that whole time? Most yeah. of your life, you if you were to have been a Cowboys fan from birth, the majority of your life would have been No, positive. yeah, other than the 80s and then the last 20 years. Yeah. yeah. You'd have had a good time. But the 90s were good. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I, I don't remember the 70s, so. Um, we're doing sure? the prize wheel brought to you by the Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary at Bravo Italian Restaurant and Bar or Casa Prime or wherever you want to go. There you go. Drago's. So on. Jeremy okay. Hawk wants Charles Cross to go to the Saints, so let's spin one for Jeremy. Also, YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. Comment. That's how you enter, and you can win. Does this thing look good, Blake? It looks beautiful. All right. You ready? You're, you're nailing it. All right. Regular old Vanna White over there. I guess Pat Sajak technically spins. How about that? Speaking of a Bravo... Boom. Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary. Bravo gift card. And that's a $50 gift card to either Bravo, Italian restaurant and bar, Salad Mookie's, Eastover District, or Broad Street. Bam. Um, <laughs> Someone on YouTube All said, the ones in Jackson. Yes. Not the Madison. Someone on YouTube said there are a lot of folks that can't remember the 70s. <laughs> that is very true. Every single band, most actors... And other people that are just normal driving around listening to the yeah, show. That were just listening to the bands yeah. and that. I just happened to be like, you know, four and five and six years old. So I don't remember. I did get a little bit of the shag carpet and the heavy drapes when I'd go Ooh. to people's. I mean, it was Ooh. terrible. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't breathe in these people's yeah. homes and people smoked inside. That's it was what I was brilliant. Say. It was stuff that held cigarette smoke like yeah. no other. And, yeah. and, and people, you, you'll you'll run around people, you know, my parents' age and, and they'll, they'll be like, I mean, it was better back then. No, it wasn't. No, it was not. No, it wasn't. <laughs> All right, All we right, got to hit up Ryan. This is for Ryan Barry. 
Ryan says Larry Templeton stole my cowbell. True story. Really? <laughs> so I'm just, we have to give him one. Well, for that. Ron's a legend. Yeah, yeah, what a great. Look, we've got one right there. Yeah. Jack Crystal. Yeah. R.I.P., baby. Let's go. Big spins for Ryan. OOB fan club. Let's go, Ryan. What does that entail? You get a swag bag, and then you get included in all our future endeavors. Okay. All right. We'll have to have, when you get back, we'll have a I've happy a hour here. Yeah. Exactly. And we'll just have fun sometime yeah. in May. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Although I got a lot of stuff going on in May. Me too. Because my daughter's graduating and stuff like that. All right. Um. OOB fan club. We're going to put some... We're going to put some shine on the OB fan club. Oh, yeah, we We're going to cap more. it. It's going to be cool. We're going to cap it. All right, yeah. ready? Ex- exclusivity. Yes. That's what it's all about. All right, this one, uh, we got to give this one to Ben. Ben B. I don't know how to say your last name, Ben. Really? Watch you it on YouTube. Yeah, go ahead. All right. YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. Here's the prize wheel. Brought to you by the Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit Ooh. at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue in Madison. Ooh. B3, I met my parents there on Saturday. And uh, smashed a, a burger. And guess what I got? Onion rings with the comeback sauce. Are you ready, Blake? I'm ready to roll. All right. Come on. Big spin for Ben. Ben B. Oh, that's a win. Jonesy Q? Yeah. Nice. He can get two rubs and two sauces. Boom. A little swag bag of Jonesy Q. Yeah. Award-winning Jonesy Q rubs and sauces. Ben just hit a home run. Yeah, shout out to Ben. An absolute home run. And we were talking about a little Jonesy Q wow sauce on a sausage dog, Ooh. on a gourmet sausage dog like Blake had last night. Ooh. Give a little pop and then maybe a little cold relish. So you got a little heat from the wow Q and then you've got the a little cold from the, on top of this, you know, hot gourmet hot dog. That's and a cold blue moon. Then we're rolling there. No doubt. Um, do we have one more or are we done? No, I do have one more. Okay. Why don't you reset what's coming up next, too, after the break? Okay, Tom Luganbill will join us next. He'll talk uh, a little bit of Ole Miss football. And um, what's the kid's name? Malik Reed? Marcel. Marcel Reed. We've got a lot of Maliks. I got Malik Willis and so Malik Heath and and all that. Um, so Marcel Reed? Yes. From Nashville committed to Ole Miss. That's right. This one can be for Shane Youngblood. He's on the Facebook page. He said, make that wheel talk to me. All right, Shane, here you go, buddy. We'll see what you I got, I hope you Shane. get a good one. If you don't, it's Blake's fault. It is my fault. There's no doubt. Dang, you spin that thing with some force, man. You've been working out? Yes. You got some muscles. Ooh, that's solid. Carrie, I love you. At Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. Yeah. We're going to have to find another dozen golf balls. Boom. Yeah, I've got some Tito's vodka golf balls back there, but I'm not, we won't do, we'll do carries at Edwin Watts Golf Shop. That's where you go before you go to Live Oaks Golf Club. That's right. That's Edwin right. Watts Golf Shop. Nothing like the golf ball business because uh, it just keeps churning. It's, it, I mean, if you, if, if you can find your way in it, you're right because people are going to lose golf balls. Exactly. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And then sue, you know, your neighborhood association for 5.7 million. <laughs> Incredible. That's amazing. All right, can we spend one more? We yeah. got time. We got time. All right, let's do it. You ready? Let me find a good okay. winner here on, right. on the Facebooks. All we right. got people all over here. Um, let's go with Keith W. We got to do right. Keith W. He's asking for a bag of air. There's no bag of air on there, but there is a beer can. All right, here we go. Let's see if we can get Keith, Keith the beer can. 
Big money, Keith. Big money, no whammies. Ooh. Mississippi Braves tickets. Braves tickets for Keith W. M Braves. That's that's a that's a home run. That's a win. Yeah, I had fun out there last night. It's a it's a beautiful ballpark. Oh, super nice. It's it's and you you I mean the weather was perfect. No doubt. Oh man, I mean the weather was great. And Jacob Gonzalez let everybody know that he's awesome. So there you go. Who uh, who was that that just won? That was Keith W. Keith, you just won some Braves tickets when they come back in town, which is next week, May third. Do I have that right? Let me look at my uh, calendar here. Oh, we're almost in May. Yeah. Tuesday, May 3rd. Braves are back Tuesday through Sunday. Blake, just let him know he can pick whatever day. Tuesday through Sunday. M Braves back in town next week. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the, uh, well, where do I want to go? Do I want to go cheeseburger, chicken strips? How about Philly cheesesteak sandwich? Live Oaks Golf Club. Roosevelt's is the restaurant. Go ahead and book a tee time right now. LiveOaksGC.com or call them, 982-1231. Tom Luganville coming up next on the Corona Premier Guest Line and the Crown Royal Whiskey and Cola Cocktails in a Can Guest Line. Luganville coming up next. Philadelphia, Mississippi. Good morning. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. 20 plus locations in the state of Mississippi. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. Don't forget about the Market Cafe and Gluckstaff. They've got some great food up there. Not but about five or ten minutes from us, but over 20 locations around the state of Mississippi. They just, they just bought a new location. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. Out of bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, Blake and I heading out tomorrow morning early, 6 a.m. for Las Vegas. Uh, Mike Leach will be there. Hugh Freeze will be there. And uh, all kinds of guys tied to the state of Mississippi. We're looking forward to that. I haven't been to the draft. I've hit just about every other major sporting event um, domestically except the um, draft. So Las Vegas, the draft, it'll never be the same. We want to welcome in our friend Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst, ESPN, also head of recruiting. And uh, Lugs joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line, but we'll go ahead and drop a, uh, a Russell's Reserve uh, shout out, which is Great Bourbon, one of our partners, and Long Branch, another one of our partners. That's the Matthew McConaughey, Eddie Russell collaboration under the Wild Turkey tent and portfolio. Tom Luganville, good morning, buddy. Good morning. A little bonus coverage this week? Yes. Yes. Well, Blake, <laughs> Blake was giving me a hard time, and he said, I, I took you down a rabbit hole Monday, and he said, we've got to have a little more draft from Luganville before we leave. And I said, okay, I'll text Tom. Things worked out for your schedule this morning. Yeah. And so we'll, well, I'm going to hit Marcel Reed first, and then we're going to go to the, to the NFL draft. Okay. Um, so Lane, Lane Train gets a commitment that people, I think, thought he was maybe a lean to Miami. But anyway, he c- goes to Oxford over the weekend, had a great time at the Grove Bowl, and fell in love with Lane Kiffin and that staff, and he commits. He's out of Nashville. He's a highly rated QB. Tell me what yeah. you know about Marcel Reed, Luganville. 
Well, I, I apologize yesterday when we were talking off air and I tried to send you a screenshot of our database. <laughs> You're like, it's too small. I can't read it. <laughs> um, but no, the, the thing that I like about this kid, this is going to sound crazy. And I, and I do think he's a four-star caliber kid. And I, and I do think he's got a chance to be a really, really good player. But I don't think he's a guy that has to play right away. And I don't know if he's a guy that feels like he has to play right away. There's a lot of upside here, a lot of athleticism. The thing that I like, and I'm sure Lane Kiffin loved about him, is the ball just jumps off his hand. I mean, when you watch him on tape, I mean, that is one thing that really stands out about him is how quickly he can get rid of the football. Now, as with many high school kids, are there some technical tweaks and, and mechanical things that, that probably need to be ironed out to, you know, maybe enhance accuracy a little bit? Yeah, you know, but I think that, you know, applies to just about everybody, but um, I think Ole Miss fans will really like him. He's he's a um, he's a high upside guy. So I don't think you're getting anywhere near a finished product. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Does did can you? Is there a comp you can think of, or too early? Um. I don't know if it's too early. I would maybe say. Um, athletically he can do some of the things that like um, Caleb Williams can do where you're a really good athlete. Maybe you're not Lamar Jackson, but you don't have to be, but you are a threat at all times to either be a designated runner or to pull the ball down and create problems with your feet. That's probably the best way I would, I would describe him. Okay. All right. But you like him. Uh, I mean, do you consider him one of the top QBs in this class? How do you see that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think he's a four-star guy. You know, what we do is we reserve about, I would say, a handful, maybe a little more than a handful. We reserve about, I would say, five to ten guys that are, I would say, cusp ESPN 300 guys that we really want to watch or get through the summer and then we want to see in the seniors. Okay. Guys that we have graded in the four-star range, and we're kind of, um, I don't want to say holding out, or but maybe taking our time. There's something that intrigues us about the kids, so we want to want to get a little more insight. Uh, and we let kind of just let the process play out. I guess that's the best way of putting it. Okay. Um, should we read anything into this that they're not going to get Arch Manning? Um. Uh, Maybe I, I think you know. Obviously, that's a it's an easy leap to make, and I'm not saying it's wrong. Um, but sure. if they got that feeling, you got to cover your bases, right? I yeah. Mean, let, let, let's call it what it is. There's not a, a program in America that is only just recruiting Arch Manning. I mean, they all know he's only going to go one spot, so you better have an answer. And so that would be my response to that. Okay. What uh, can you? That's going to be interesting to see who loses out on Arch Manning, like mm-hmm. how far Georgia and Bama, and I guess Texas are going with this. And then what are they going to be yeah. left with? Right. Depending well, on the one thing about the one thing about Bama is they've already got two. They've got Ty Simpson and Jalen Milrow who they really like. So they're the one team that I don't want to sit there and say they can go, Oh, well, no biggie. We'll just move on. But they probably feel the most secure of the teams if it doesn't happen. Okay. And Ty Simpson's already on campus. Ty's already on campus, and, and obviously Jalen was already there from the year before. So they got 
they, they, they feel pretty good, I think, about where they're at. His dad went to Mississippi State. Real quick, can you tell me, can you kind of give me an eval on, on Ty Simpson? On Ty? Yeah. Um, yeah, Ty, it's, it's funny you say that because Ty is a little bit like Arch in the sense that he's a passer, he's a thrower, but he's a pretty good athlete, like a better-than-average athlete. And so he's not just a statue back there. He's not just a one-dimensional, prototypical drop-back guy. Um, he can make some plays with, with his feet. Maybe if you were to compare Ty and Arch coming out at the same time, I would imagine that Arch is probably a little further ahead on the theory of the game and all of those sorts of things. And that just comes from, you know, pedigree and who he's been around and the, the advantages that he's had learning the game. Uh, but they're actually kind of similar in skill set. Okay. All right, Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the You know court. what I love about this show, by the way, Bo? What? You know what I love about this show? And I don't know if your listeners know this, but, like, you and I don't map out anything on this show. No. So you just throw stuff out there, and I think that is absolutely hilarious because there are so many shows I do where they're like, okay, well, we want to hit you on this, we want to hit you on that, want to make sure we cover this. I'm like, I don't care. Just what, whatever we're talking about, let's go. Well, all right. <laughs> so he, you're right. That. I don't – I don't think we need to do do that, but like when when somebody identified you several years ago that I needed to go and try to get you on the show, right? And okay. it's a guy in the business that has been great to this show, and he's been great to top ten markets, top fifty markets, and so on. And I was talking to him, and I was like, "Here's what I need." I need someone that can talk some recruiting, but also go just about anywhere in the SEC when it talk when it comes to football. And Got he it. said, uh, "Okay, Tom Luganville." And I said, huh. "All right, I know I knew who nice you that, were. That's nice of that individual." Yeah, I knew who you were, and then he had your cell number and email, and um, <laughs> and the rest is history. But I always, yeah. I don't think we ever lead you down the wrong path, but uh, no. maybe every now and then. But no, but here's no, the deal, no. and I'm not doing this just to you know, suck up, but you, you can go anywhere. I mean, all right, here's the deal. You, you evaluate all these players coming out of high school. Then you call games all over the country every year, which means you see uh, players from all the power five sure. uh, conferences. And then you, you can even talk to them, talk to us about them going to the NFL, which is what I'm about to ask you with the next question. <laughs> so, all right. All right. So Trayvon Walker from Georgia or Aiden Hutchinson. What did I tell you two weeks ago? You love Walker. I think he's better than all of them. He's the best. He's the best player, pound for pound, in the entire draft. I truly believe that. Now it looks like a lot of these draft guys are starting to come around on that too. Yeah. Um. Now Daniel Jeremiah said I, he didn't feel like there was enough good tape on him, and I thought, huh? That's <laughs> go watch. I can tell you exactly what play it is. Go to the Georgia Auburn game. It's play number 29. It's play number 29 in the Georgia Auburn game. I can remember it vividly. Where, you know, he's almost six foot six, 260 pounds. And he is dropping into the middle of a Tampa two. So he's in the middle of the field and he comes up out of nowhere and actually thuds Tank Bigsby at Auburn, like waxing. And he shouldn't even be in on the play. He's not even primary run support. And you're looking at him and you're going, whoa. I mean, he's, I'm telling you, man, he's a different cat. And I like Aiden Hutchinson. I really do. 
and I hate to mislabel the try-hard guy, like, because you want everybody with great effort. You want guys running on 93 octane. But I would also point to the Michigan-Georgia game in the semifinal, and Georgia's playing with a reserve left tackle, and they owned Aiden Hutchinson. And I think he's a good player, and I think he'll play in the NFL for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But the number one overall guy in the draft, not for me. No way. And so when you say that, it almost sounds like you're not sure he's worthy of top five, seven, ten. I do. I, I think I, I think he's top five, top ten worthy. There's no question in my mind. Now, okay. if you if you took him, Thibodeau, Trayvon, and Jermaine Johnson, Jermaine, all of those guys are better athletes than than Aiden Hutchinson is, um, and they all have their own little strengths and, and things of that nature, but. Like, to me... Okay, let me ask you, you this. Took, if you yeah. were picking today, you, you already told us you'd, you'd pick Walker over Aiden Hutchinson out of uh, Michigan. Uh-huh. For our listeners, Walker's out of Georgia. Uh, surely you watched yep. him play. Thibodeau's out of Oregon, and Jermaine Johnson's out of Florida State. Would you pick both of those over Aiden Hutchinson, Luke's? I tell you, I might. I think there's something about Jermaine Johnson that's got a chance to be really, really good. He's nowhere near scratched his ceiling. You know, he was a guy out of high school, didn't qualify, ends up going to junior college, joins Georgia, was a role player. So he hasn't played as much football. There's not a lot of mileage on that chassis. And then goes to Florida State and has a dominant season for them. Um, I just think his, his upside plus the athleticism side of it um, might give him just a notch above Hutchinson for me, just a notch. But again, too, Bo, you know the other thing in all of this? It depends on where they go. Sure. How are they going to be used? You know, how are they viewed? Do they want a guy to be stand-up? Do they want a guy with a hand on the ground? Is he going to be a five technique? Is he going to be an edge guy? Do they need somebody that can play all over the place and you don't worry about him being a fish out of water? Like, that's really the question that you have to answer with all of these teams because so much of it is is how, how how's the guy going to be utilized? All right, let's go to quarterbacks. Will you rank the four? Um and I don't know where you're going to land on number four, but but between Corral, I, I know who number one is, but I still want you to go there. So Corral, Willis, and and Pickett, and I don't know if your fourth is is Ritter or Howell or, or whoever, but will you rank your top four QBs going into tomorrow night's draft, Luke's? Um, okay, on, I'm going to do this, come on, I would go, Corral, then probably Willis, then Pickett, then Ritter, then um, uh, Howell. Okay. Now, when I say when I say that, I think Howell and Pickett are more play ready than Willis and Ritter. Okay. Willis and Ritter may have a higher ceiling and are less finished products than than Pickett and Howell. That makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. the immediate return, if you're looking for a guy that you need to play now, that could have a, that could have you know have an impact on on who goes where and you know all, all of these sort of things. But it's just to me, I don't think it's a great quarterback class. People know it's not a great quarterback class, and unless you absolutely are 100% convinced, absolutely convinced. If there's a guy that changes the fortune of your franchise, 
with the amount of difference makers along the defensive front that are in this class, whether it's Jermaine Johnson, whether it's Jordan Davis, whether it's Kayvon Thibodeau, even in the offensive line, uh, Iguanu, Evan Neal, uh, Charles Cross. I mean, you might think long and hard about going that route and then either uh, in free agency tapping that market or tapping rounds four through seven on a guy that you like and who knows, maybe he pans out. Like, I'm going to ask you this question. Here's a question that I think is really, really intriguing. If we all, for the most part, agree it's not a great quarterback class, and I think most people feel that way. We feel that way. And you are in the market for a quarterback. Do you go out and trade to get Baker Mayfield, or do you take one of these quarterbacks in this draft? I go out and get Jimmy G. Okay. All right. That's fine. Okay. Jimmy G. Baker, Jimmy G. It doesn't matter who it is. I go Jimmy G first. Okay. Matt Corral second. Baker Mayfield third, if I can make that happen. And then these other quarterbacks that you're referencing. That's how I go. Yeah. See, and and that's the way I look at it, too. Now, what are you going to have to give up? Obviously, you got to consider that. And are you willing to do it? No, there's no doubt about that. So to me, to me, I think that's a real question that has to be has to be asked because, you know, Jimmy G, Baker, they've played a lot of football, a lot of football. Mm-hmm. And if you're not convinced on the quarterbacks in this draft, I mean, Baker Mayfield's only 27 years old. Jimmy what? G might be around the, the same, maybe a year older. And the other thing, you know, people love to beat on Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. But the one thing you can't do is you can't say he doesn't win. That's true. That dude wins, and it always gets glossed over. Don't tell me all the time about what he can't do. All I know is what the score says at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. Is he perfect? No. But, geez, everybody's just all over. I'm like, all right, dude, what the – are we supposed to win or lose? Oh, what are we we're, supposed to do here? We're overboard critical of the QB position today. I mean, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's been that nature. way for a while. But today it's even – because none of us believe – nobody believes that Joe Montana ever threw a, an interception. Because back then right. when you and I were growing up, you didn't get to watch the 49ers every weekend. Now you get to see every one of Dak Prescott and Mahomes and uh, Russell Wilson's interceptions because everybody's right. got all the games, you know? You got it. Um. Oh, I like where we're going here. All right. Uh, Wonderlick. All right. First of all, Tom <laughs> Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. How much stock, or little, but how much stock do you put into the Wonderlick score, Luke's? Uh, some. My response to that generally revolves around all of the players that have been widely successful for a long tenure in the NFL that had horrible scores. Vinny Testaverde, Randall Cunningham, Steve McNair. I mean, there's, there's a long, long list. Now, I know everybody, well, most people now who fall on this have seen some of the scores. Um, you know, I think it was uh, Sam Howell was the second highest yes. of, of this class. And then you had Corral and Kenny Pickett not score really well, right. right? Right. And you would sit there and say, well, how did Kenny Pickett not score really well? A guy played for 19 years. And like, <laughs> what does he not know, right? I mean, you, but again, it's not, it's, not all, it's, it's not all X and O football IQ stuff. It's problem solving. It's, and, and it's the pace at which you have to do it. There are so many things that go into that. And, I, 
I don't, I've never really known what to make of it. I, I, I'm conflicted about it. I think that sometimes you can sit there and you can talk to the people that have coached him going all the way back to high school. You can talk to assistant coaches. You can talk to media members that have interviewed him. You can talk to just about any, anybody you want to gain a, a sense of who this guy is, what he's all about, how he conducts himself, how, in, in, I'm using air quotes here, how bright you perceive him to be or they perceive him to be. And then when you have your own one-on-one interactions with them, there's a big part of me that kind of says, shouldn't that trump the Wonderlink? Like, if, if you put so much time and investment and you've got countless people telling you, hey, this guy's sharp. This guy can get on the board. He can process. He can take what you taught in the meeting room, went right, go right out on the field and execute it. He can adapt. He can – because quarterback plays about decision-making and accuracy, right? Right. Well, it's not just the decision-making. It's how quickly you can make those decisions, right? Well, if you've got a, a wealth of people that you trust, you're talking to about a guy, and they're willing to put their name on a guy, shouldn't that trump the wonderlick? And I think more often than not, I would say a considerable portion of the time, it does. Okay. Yeah, Corral came in last. He had a 15 on his wonderlick score. Yeah. Pickett had a 17. Ritter had a 19. Malik Willis, 32. And you referenced really Sam Howell. Sam Howell had a 34 on his Wonder League. Yes. Yeah. So. Yep. But you mentioned there's several guys that have had poor Wonder League scores that have gone on to have fantastic careers in the NFL. Oh, my God. I mean, th- think about it. I mean, there are a ton of them. And I think you've, you, you just kind of have to take that into account right mm-hmm. i mean yeah you, you have to i i just i don't know how how you can't i mean especially when there's been like you look at you know obviously vince young low wonderlink score didn't, didn't pan out right so we're gonna now say okay well that's all because of the wonderlink no it's not and it, it, it just really isn't you know how about this here's one you want a good one mm-hmm. um uh if you if you look at some of these these guys that you're sitting there saying, well, wait a minute. How, how did this guy even survive? Like Morris Claiborne, all right, for the Cowboys, all right? Now, he doesn't last very long, but is it, is it all because of the Wonderlink score? I don't know. I mean, I, I just I, I feel like, gosh, you just can't. Frank Gore, all right, he had a, a really, really bad score on the Wonderlink, uh, single digit. He was and unbelievable. I think he's. And isn't he playing in the same league with his son? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's not. So who knows? I think he's, uh, it all depends on what you value, what you put your stock into. I think it's one piece of a very, very large puzzle. Uh, how many spring games did you do? I did three. I had Missouri, North Carolina, and LSU this past weekend. What was, let's, we've still got a couple of minutes, two minutes. Uh, what was your takeaway from, since Ole Miss and Mississippi State play them every year, what was your takeaway from the LSU spring game? That not only do they have one quarterback, not only do they have two quarterbacks, I think they have potentially four quarterbacks. Um, and the best one on the day that I just saw was Garrett Nussmeyer. I think that the job's going to come down to a battle between Miles Brennan, Garrett Nussmeyer. Um, Jane Daniels will be in the mix because of his athleticism. And then the young true freshman that's a mid-year enrollee will not have a role, Walker Howard, 
but boy, is he talented. He might have the strongest arm out of all four of their guys. Um, they need some answers in the offensive line, not very good at tight end. And we know Brian Kelly wants to have uh, a huge implementation of not only one, but multiple tight ends. And so does the offensive coordinator, Mike Denbrock. So Mike Denbrock, that offense at Cincinnati the last few years, always in 12, 13 personnel. They can't do that at LSU right now. So they're going to have to work around some things. In my opinion, they are loaded up front on the defensive line. They are really, really deep there. Wow. Okay. We'll leave it there. Hope you have a great week, buddy. Thanks, man. You got it. You too. See ya. Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Jameson Ginger and Lime, cocktail in a can, and uh, Crown Royal Whiskey and Cola, cocktail in a can. You know where you can find it? Corner Market grocery stores around the state of Mississippi, including Corner Market in Bellhaven, Corner Market in Fondren, I lived in both those neighborhoods. And Corner Market Grocery Store, Northside Drive, but it's over, there's over 20 of them in the state of Mississippi. Cocktails in a can. Jameson Ginger and Lime, Crown Royal Whiskey and Cola. You can find it at Corner Market Grocery Stores in the state of Mississippi.